Let's get started tonight, and uh, we will uh, we'll hold your Bibles uh, handy, keep your Bibles handy. We'll, we'll uh, go to a couple verses here in just a little bit, uh, but I'm going to start tonight without giving you a text, and we'll end up in one this evening. Uh, I've... Uh, I want to I want to pick up where we left off in the framing stage uh, of of home building uh, and and of course this is our home builders class but uh, I, I, you could almost say life building I mean building a a, a life uh, whether you have a home full of people or just you uh, a life uh, that is worth. Uh, let's pray tonight, and uh, let's time to help us, and uh, you pray that God will help me. If, if he don't, um, I, I, I can't help you, um, and I don't mean that against you. You can't help me. Uh, I, I'm just not that good, and you're not that good. It, it, I can talk till I'm blue in the face. People don't hear me, nor do I hear people. Are you hearing me? Uh, we hear the Lord. And the Lord needs to talk to you. And the Lord needs to talk to me. And he's the only one. I can tell you the same thing a hundred times. But if the Lord tells it to you once, uh, he can change your life if you'll listen to him. Uh, now that don't do away with wisdom. That don't do away with, uh, with teaching. That don't do away with listening to people in your life. But the Lord takes those truths. And he's the only one who can really drive them home in your heart and in your life. And so that's what we need tonight. You pray for me and pray, pray for you. Lord, give me, uh, give me uh, the, the wisdom to heed to what's being said and the, and the wisdom to apply it to my life. Uh, because without application, uh, you can know something, but if you've not applied it to your life, then you're missing out on its benefits. Let's pray. Lord, we once again come before you tonight. We ask you, Lord, that you'd help us. Uh, we need your help. We trust you for it. For every man, woman, person here uh, tonight, Lord, I pray, God, that you would speak to our hearts. Lord, give us uh, that we need, and we'll thank you for it. In Christ's name, amen. Uh, I failed to make mention of, of course, I don't think you needed mention, but uh, uh, I failed to, to mention uh, the obvious, uh, Jeff and Caleb, which I did when y'all were gone. Uh, but just not since you've been here. Jeff and Kayla had Jeff and Kaylee. Uh, Jeff and Kayla had their baby, uh, and she was here this morning in children's church with them. She's not old enough for children's church yet, but she was with her mom and dad. Uh, and then I seen her in here tonight, and so isn't that a blessing? Babies being born around, many on the way. Uh, I, I told Dallas and Jeff, or Kayla and Sadie, it was it was either the two wives I was talking to or the two husbands. I don't remember. I said, "There's another." As another boon baby, uh, and one more on the way. That makes uh, that makes four of them, and one more on the way. And uh, th this town's gonna be in trouble with all them boon babies running around. I promise you that. Uh, wait till they get to school. My goodness, uh, it's either going. Well, two of them already are, and they're a blessing. They're a blessing. They're a blessing. Uh, all right. Uh, let's let's look tonight at the at the frame. I got to be quiet before I get in trouble. They really are a blessing. Just in case you're wondering, uh, I I want to get tonight to the framing stage, uh, or or go further into the framing stage 
of, of home building tonight. We've, we've looked uh, last uh, couple times we met at, at, at um, the walls, and I'm not even going to bring any of that up tonight. Tonight I want to I want to talk to you about the work, uh, the work of building uh, a a home or a life. The work, uh, and it is work. I promise you that. Um, we've we've dealt with in the first stage. Um, we dealt with developing a plan. We dealt with uh, determining the prints. Uh, then we move to the foundation stage um, where we uh, make sure that what we're building on is the, the right foundation. And fortunately for us, we have one that's been provided, that is Christ and his word. So the, the, the first stage was really, you know, uh, deciding what you want. The foundation stage is really uh, making sure that you build your life upon that which does not demolish, that which does not fall apart, and that is Christ and His Word. Uh, all of that is 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 um, uh, Christ's work that He's done. He has laid the foundation. We're just building upon it. Uh, but the framing stage um, that that involves some effort on your part. As a matter of fact, that involves a lot of effort on your part. That involves effort that does not let up uh, on your part. Um, you, you can, in the first stage, you can have the greatest of ideas and plans. Um, in the foundation stage, you can have a solid foundation that is Christ. Uh, but in the framing stage, that is where, where, where you begin to do uh, in your life things that build uh, upon one another uh, that makes a Christian, a home, uh, a life uh, that, is, that is worth living. I want to ask you a question tonight, or several questions. Uh, what are you building? Uh, how is the construction of your Christian home going? Uh, or have you already given up because you found it to be hard? Uh, getting saved is easy, isn't it? Uh, I mean, once you get over your pride and realize that I'm a sinner and I need to be saved, getting saved is easy. Christ did all the work. But living a Christian life is not always easy. Uh, and, and, and we want uh, a magic wand Savior, uh, magic wand Savior, uh, that, that waves his magic wand and fixes all of our problems and gives us all of our hopes and our dreams the moment we come to him and we find out that God requires some things of us out of our daily life. Not that we, he requires things or works for us to be saved. Jesus paid it all. Jesus did it all. But now he requires things in your life if you're going to have the right kind of, uh, of stuff in your life. Uh, there are requirements. Um, Framing your life, um, uh, let's see, in your home uh, or your life or both, you are building. Right now, this moment, you're building. You're framing your life and in many ways the lives of those around you. Whether it's the life that you planned or not, it's still happening. You're building something right now. You're adding to the framework of your life day by day, decision by decision. Building a Christian life may be rewarding. And it is. It may be uh, noble. And it is. It may be wonderful. And it is. But I'll tell you one thing about it tonight. It is work. And it is hard work. 
Uh, if, if coming to church on Sunday nights were easy, everybody would come back. If coming to church on Wednesday night were easy, everybody would do it. If putting your kids in a Christian school were easy and didn't cost anything, more people would do it than don't. But doing the right thing is oftentimes hard. Doing the right thing is difficult, but doing the right thing is the only way to get the right thing in the end. Doing the right thing may be work, but it is the only way to end up with what you want. You're not going to get it by accident. You're not going to get it by happenstance. You're going to get it because you put in the work to get it. Uh, I, I, I hear people uh, uh, all the time, they'll be commenting on one thing or another, and they'll say, man, I can't believe that turned out that way. And what they don't realize is, 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 is the work that went into it to make it turn out that way. Uh, and, 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 and I'm not at all tonight implying that if you do uh, everything right that wrong won't happen in your life. And I'm not all implying tonight that if, you've, uh, if there's some wrong things that's happened in your life that it was your fault. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. Uh, but the Christian life uh, is a life that involves work. And don't let anybody lie to you. I, I, again, getting saved does not. Uh, trusting Christ does not. But living for God will take sacrifice. Building a Christian home will take sacrifice. It will take work. And in this framing stage, I want to talk about the work that is involved in you, in you having what you want or what you have planned in the first stage. The problem is, is that it's easy to plan. It's easy to prepare in your mind. And say, this is what I want my wife to look like and be like. This is what I want my marriage. Or this is what I want, ladies, my husband to be like. And you've got this mindset of some guy you saw in a Hallmark movie. And you want him to be like that, but he's a real dude. And he, he ain't in that movie. And, and it's fine if you want to watch that movie, but, but you probably ain't going to find what you're looking for there because he probably don't exist like that. Uh, and, 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 and you've got this idea... Uh, fellas uh, uh, of what you're looking for and it's alright to plan uh, but, but the hard part comes when, when and you want your children to be a certain way well when I get kids and I love talking to people who don't have them but talk about when they do have them what they're going to do and there's nothing wrong with you having or mindsets about what you're going to do but you wait till you get one and you find out that it is not at all like you planned it to be. And this is going to be work. Does that make sense tonight? Um, I, I want to say four, three or four things tonight about this work uh, of building a Christian home. Number one, it is a costly work. It is a costly work. Uh, again, salvation costs you nothing but living the Christian life will. It is a costly work. Um, if you're going to have the right thing at home, you won't get it by accident. If you're going to have the right thing in your marriage, you won't stumble into it probably. It's going to cost you. Uh, there is some price. There is a price. There are prices that will have to be paid. That's just the way it is. Um, building the right kind of marriage will cost you. Um, husbands and wives... Um, I, I, listen, I'm, I, I hope you all get along. I hope you're all friends. Uh, what I, I, hope, I hope it's that way. Uh, but if it stays that way, 
uh, it will be because you had to pay a price uh, to have the right kind of relationship. Uh, it, 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 it don't, most of the time, just mesh always. Most of the time, it don't just work always, but you got to work at it. you got to constantly be working on being a better you uh, if you're going to live with someone for any period of time as their spouse married to them, you, you've, got to, you've got to make sure you're right and it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you something in your marriage. Uh, and, 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 and I mean effort. Uh, I, I, I believe when God gave me my wife, uh, he gave me the greatest wife that he could have gave me. And I appreciate her and I thank God for her. Uh, and we've got a wonderful marriage, but I would not lie to you tonight and say that it has not ever been work because there has been work on both of our parts that we have had to put into it to have what we have. And if we're going to keep what we have, we're going to have to keep on working on us in order. Brother Dan and Miss Pat's back there. Uh, I think they're going to make it. I think they're going to finish uh, well. I think they're going to finish together. But I'm going to tell you something that I know. I didn't have to ask them. I didn't have to, I didn't have to ask uh, what, 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 what they think. I know the answer over these years. There has been work that has been put into that. Uh, and and we, we like having good ideas about what we want. We just don't like having to put in the work to get it. Am I right? Uh, I want, uh, uh, I want uh, to be in better shape than I am. Uh, I just don't want to bad enough to do much about it. Uh, I want to be, I want to be uh, healthier than I am. Uh, and I feel like I'm pretty healthy. I hope I am. Uh, but I don't want to, uh, I don't want to do what it would take uh, to make myself uh, better physically than I am because that is work. Uh, and it is work in your marriage. It, it is. It, it is work in your marriage. Um, uh, it, it, it's going to take uh, both parties being spirit-filled and then worrying about the well-being of the other and doing everything they can to encourage and to assist and to help the spiritual well-being of the one you married. Uh, if, 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 if it's going to work. It's, it's not all about you anymore. Uh, and, and maybe this is not for all of you. Maybe you don't need to hear this, but those of you who do, you need to hear this tonight. Uh, let me just throw it out here at you. You got married. There's two of you now. Two have become one, and your life is not all about you anymore, and it never will be again. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Your life is not all about you anymore and it never will be again. And then one of these days God's going to put children in your life and your life is really, you're going to be so far down that list. And you say, well, that's not fair. That's not the way it ought to be. No, that's what you chose when you chose to get a spouse and to raise a family. And if you didn't want that, then you shouldn't have got that. But you did get that and you got that. And, and the greatest thing that you can do tonight is realize that now I have a spouse and now I have children and now my life is made and given both husband and wife to serve the other and to raise my children. And if it costs me everything that I've got, I'm going to do what I can to the glory of God to do the best that I can with what I have. Uh, it is a costly work. Uh, building the right kind of marriage will cost you. Providing a spiritual atmosphere at home is costly. 
uh, a spiritual atmosphere. Uh, how many of you know tonight that the spiritual atmosphere at home can change just like that? Oh, I mean just like that. Uh, you, 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 ever, you ever come home, husband or wife, we're not throwing any stones at any, anybody because husbands do this and wives do this. You ever come home and the one that you were married to, maybe, maybe you'd gone out to town, maybe you'd gone to the grocery store, maybe you'd been at work, you come home in a good mood and the one you were married to was not in a good mood and it didn't take 35 seconds and they changed your mood. Huh? Uh, the atmosphere of your home. Uh, I... I have you ever woke up on the wrong side of the bed on Saturday? Isn't that a terrible day to wake up on the wrong side of the bed on? I mean, because if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed on Monday, you know, you're going to leave your family for the day and go do something else and come back and hopefully you're in a better mood. But, man, it's terrible when dad or mom or kids wake up on the wrong side of the bed on Saturday because you're pretty much, I mean, you're pretty much secured that the first half of that day uh, is going to be spent with no one wanting to be there. Uh, it's going to cost you something uh, to provide a spiritual atmosphere at home. Uh, it means that I have to give when I don't want to. It means that I have to be filled so that I can be empty. And, and, and it's costly. Uh, it'll cost you your pride. It'll cost you effort. It'll cost you work. I got to get me right. Uh, that's why I need. I, that's why I need the Bible in my life. I, I got to get me right, and I got to keep me right. Uh, that's why I need a prayer life. You, you, you better not let go of your prayer life. And if you don't have one, you better get one, because it'll tell on you your lack thereof. Uh, you, you better not let go of the of the of the right things in your life, uh, because you are building a home, and 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 you can't quit building. You, you, you can't quit construction. You may, you, may, you may quit building the right things, but you're building. And, and, and you can build with the right attitude or you can build with the wrong attitude. You can build traits in your family uh, with the right spirit or you can build them with the wrong spirit. And, I, and, 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 and your positive and your joy and your peace is all a part of the building. But your lack thereof is also building in the spouse you're married to and the children you're raising. They're getting what you're giving one way or another. So you better fix what you're giving. Better fix what you're giving. They are picking up on your attitude. They are, and I notice it in mine. They, uh, 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 in my kids, I can set the tone for my children. I've done it right. I've got it right. And I've done it wrong. I know I have. And they pick up on that, and it sets their tone, and it is building in them. And, and, and there's a side uh, that I man, I see something in my kids that looks like me, and I'm like, man, that's a blessing. Them boys are becoming like their father, and that would, that's what I would have done. I would have done that, and I would have done it that way. And, I, and I'm so proud when I see those. And then there's another side when I see me in my boys, and I think that's what I would have done. That's, I know where they got that. Not what I would have done when I was 17 or 14, but what I would have done yesterday that wasn't right. Uh, what I would have, that's how I would have responded. Uh, I'm building. I am framing. And I better be mindful of that and pay the cost 
to have the right thing instead of the wrong thing. You, you can go to the hardware store and you can buy untreated lumber a whole lot cheaper than you can buy treated lumber, but the weather is going to wear it down a whole lot quicker than it is if you go buy the, the stuff that's been treated. It may cost you to have the right atmosphere at home, but it will cost you in the long run if you don't. Um, it is costly work. Um, being a spirit-filled Christian is costly. Um, raising children is costly. And I'm not talking about the money that you spend in your, from your bank account. I'm talking about the effort that you have to put into it. Raising children is costly. Um, we, we, we have in today's society a, uh, a lack that is, that is beyond compare. We, we have a, uh, a void uh, that, that is being filled with everything under the sun uh, except for righteousness. Uh, and, and it is hard, even in church, to find a Christian home uh, in this hour that we live in. There's a lot of saved people. There are very few Christian homes. And when I say Christian home, I don't mean a home where everybody walks around with their nose in the air and thinks they're better because they got three things right. They, 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 they've, got, they've got three things that they picked out of the, the box and said, this is what we're going to do. And they walk around now with their nose in the air that they're better than all. That's not a Christian home. I'm talking about a Christian home that is filled with the Spirit of God, that is submissive to the will of God, that is filled with joy and peace. For I know, I know there's no perfect home, but for the most part, it is a place that is filled with joy and peace and the goodness of the Lord that is rare. You can't hardly find it even in a good old-fashioned independent Baptist church. You can't hardly find two people that like each other that are married and get along. You can't hardly find two people. And if they do, they like each other because they never hang out with each other. You can't hardly find kids that like mom and dad, mom and dad that like kids. You can't hardly find anywhere where there's joy and peace. Something has got to change in the hour that we're living in. And, and right now, just because yours are little, don't mean it's always going to be that way. Because it may not be when they get older. Uh, something's got to change in my life, in your life, if it costs us something. Somebody better make some investments in what is worth investing in. Uh, it is costly. But here's what we do. Well, I tried, but it, it was hard. It, it, it just cost me too much. I, I think about the, the, the parable uh, where the, where the, um, uh, the seed fell on hard ground, stony ground, and, 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 and some fell on, on good ground. And uh, we we uh, we 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 think about um, the, the 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 individuals, and we, you've seen it. You've a part of this church. You've seen it. People that come to church, and it, it is like um, a miraculous transformation overnight in their life. I mean, just an excitement and anticipation. I want to be there. Are we having church tomorrow night? No, we're not having church. Why don't we have church on Monday nights? And, and let's do it on Tuesday nights too. And man, they're just, I mean, lined up to get here excited. But it don't take very long. Uh, and they start missing on a Wednesday night or a Sunday night. Or, or they start 
uh, start missing here or there. And then before you know it, you look around and you can't find them anymore. And you say, what happened? Did, were they not saved? I don't, I don't know. Maybe they were, maybe they wasn't. But I'll tell you what, what, what happened. Uh, they realized that it's, this was going to cost me something. This is going to cost. And, 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 and so let's go back to doing what we were doing before as if what we were doing cost nothing. But that's not true tonight. And I'm going to show you when I get to the end of this, I'm going to give you a Bible verse. Either way is going to cost you. The right thing will cost you, but so will the wrong thing. And if I'm going to have to pay, I think I want to pay for the right thing. If I'm going to have to put in the effort, I think I want to put in the effort for the right thing that pays back what I'm looking for instead of having to be paying to get what I don't want. I remember several years ago, we, uh, we, we went, me and my wife had first got married, and we went to, um, oh, I can't remember, it was across the river in North Augusta, they had a dealership, and and her car was paid for, my truck was paid for. We had no need of a vehicle. But you know how you are when you first get married. You want what you want and you're not even interested. I didn't even know what interest rates meant. Uh, will you loan me money? Okay, yes. Uh, all right, how much will my payment be? Uh, okay, I can afford that. Where do I sign? Those were the three questions. Will you loan me money? What's my payment? How much are or, 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 or or, or where do I sign? I don't even know if I knew how much the car cost. I was just glad that they was willing to loan me money at, at 21 years old. Uh, and so we bought a, a, a what was it, a, a, a Nissan Altima. And man, it was pretty. Uh, it didn't take long. It didn't run good, but it sure looked good. Uh, we bought that Nissan Altima, and, 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 and we, we um, I hate to admit this to you, but we, uh, uh, didn't have good sense, uh, and, and most of you probably didn't. If you do, thank God, but most probably don't at 21. We bought, uh, we bought unless, you, unless you're listening to good guidance, uh, we, we, bought, uh, we bought the car, and the car broke down before I got it, got it paid off. And I'm making monthly payments on this car. It don't run, and it's not going to run. It's broke down to the point it's not worth fixing. It's not worth... Uh, it's not worth what I owe on it, and I'm making monthly payments on a car, uh, and 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 I did have enough wisdom about that that I was going to honor my word, and I was going to make those monthly payments so I paid that last payment off, even if I had to pay for two years after it was broke down. I was going to do right, and we did. Uh, and the car was broke down. We're paying for it, and it don't run anymore, uh, and yet we're still paying for it. That, that, that's, that's how this works in the long run. You can live your life without God. You can live, you can live and I know, I understand tonight you're saved and, and we're, we, we love the Lord. And, but, but if this stuff don't come home with you and you don't practice any of this Bible truth, you, you can live your life uh, doing it your way, but you're going to pay for something that's sitting in the yard that don't work. Uh, instead of enjoying what God wants to give you if you do it the way he says do it, but it will cost you. It will cost you. Uh, if you're single tonight, the Christian life will cost you. The right kind of wife. You're going to have to be the right kind of fella to get the right kind of girl. 
you're sitting around and you've got a list of what you want her to be and you're not making, you're not becoming anything more like Christ that, 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 that you ought to be, but, but you've got a list of what you want her to be or vice versa. Uh, it's going to cost you. It is a costly work. Not only that, quickly, it is a changing work. And when I say that, what I mean by that is not that the work you're doing is changing, but that the work in, 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 in living the Christian life, building the home that God wants you to build, it is, it is to be changing you. I got news for you tonight. You need to change. I'm going to run that one by you again because that went over like a ton of bricks. You need to change. There's something wrong with you. You need to change. Well, I didn't come down here to be told there was something wrong with me. Well, you didn't come down here to hear truth. You need to change. There's something wrong with you. You're not doing it right. You need to change. You need to change. Living for God is a, is a, is a, my life is in your hands and I need you to change me. And all the time, constantly, I am running into things about me that's not right. Things about me that's not right as far as my marriage goes. Things about me that's not right as far as my raising children goes. Things about me that's not right as far as pastoring goes. I'm always needing to change. And that's work. Because I don't like changing. Well, I've always been this way. So? Well, my mama was this way, so? Well, my daddy was this way, who cares? You're not your daddy or your mama, you're God's. And you belong to him and he's wanting to change you, and if he does, let him change you. Um, if I'm building a house and I realize that something has gone wrong in the construction, well, what has to happen? I've got to change it, right? Right? Uh, if I don't, I'm going to keep building with a problem that has never been fixed and it's going to affect everything. It's going to throw everything off kilter, everything out of sorts. And so I need to change it. The same way in your Christian life, your life needs to change. Your marriage needs to change. Your parenting needs to change. Uh, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. And so things need to change. Uh, when I preached, I went down to the altar and I told the Lord I was sorry because I've been mean to my wife and we still don't get along. Hey, that's a good step. You went down to the altar and told the Lord you were sorry, but what did you do to fix the problem? What, what, did, you, what did you do to fix you? What did you do to fix your, um, your parenting? These things uh, in your life, in my life, that need to change. I, I remember uh, years ago, and you can do whatever you want to do. I, I'm not saying that this is the law. This is just how the Lord worked in my life. I, I remember years ago when my boys were, were younger, uh, I, I'd always just whip them with my hands if they needed a whipping. Just, you know, just, oh, I've whipped you before, haven't I? Uh, <laughs> One night, Jeff was going to a meeting with us, and, and Levi Hudson's in the back seat, and they're fighting, and Jeff's sitting back there, and, and, and I'm riding down the road driving, and they're arguing, and, 
And so I just reached back there and go to whip them. I got all three of them. I got Levi and Hudson who were fighting, and I got Jeff who had nothing to do with it. He was 16 or 17, and he got a whipping too. He said, you hit me. I said, well, I didn't mean to. Uh, I, you just were back there. You was amongst them, and I was just whipping amongst them. Uh, but I, I remember um, I'd I just, you know, whip them with my hands. And, and I, was, I don't know why I brought it up, but I was talking to a preacher. I won't tell you who the preacher is. And uh, he, said, uh, he said, I never whipped my kids with my hands. I said, you didn't? He said, no. He said, um, he said, God gave me them hands to love them children and to hold them children. He said, if I need to whip them with something, he said, I'll whip them with a belt or a hickory. He said, I'll whip them with an instrument that, that to whip them with. He said, but my hands are not, are not that instrument. I don't want them to ever fear my hands. He said, I don't mind if they fear a hickory. I don't mind if they ever fear my belt, but I don't want them to fear my hands. I don't want them to flinch or to jump when I when I reach towards them and and I don't know if, that, if that's right or not but boy the Holy Ghost smote my heart and I went home with that information and the Lord spoke to my heart you need to change just like that I mean I was a pastor I was a preacher I was a father I was a Christian and and I'm leading other people and yet God is still working him, and I tell you, to, to this very night, he is doing that. He is changing things in my life, and he better be changing things in your life. Our Christian school, and 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 one of these days soon, I'm going to have a meeting with 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 parents. But our Christian school, and thank God for it. Uh, but but. Uh, the culture that stands, the, 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 the world that is at Crossroads Christian Academy does not need to change. But what does need to change is, is the families and the homes and the young people. that It, it should not be that they come or that, that we come to school there and we change the school unless we're doing it for the better. But that people come there and the school changes us. It changes them. Um, so, so how's that working in your life? Is there anything that's needing to be changed? Let this church change your life. Take what's been preached here and go home and apply it. Let this school change your children. Don't, thank God God saved you. Thank God that he, that, he, that he put you in his family. But don't keep doing all the stuff that you were doing before you got saved. Now that you're saved and just enjoying being saved along with doing all that you were doing. Let the Holy Ghost of God change you. I, I was talking to a friend of mine last night. And I was, I was running some of this stuff by him. And it, it all started and I'm working on something for our marriage retreat. It all started, I, 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 was, uh, I was thinking about the culture. And I'm not going to give it all to you tonight, but I was thinking about the culture that we live in. Uh, and, and, and when I hear the word culture, I think of uh, food. I think of uh, uh, music, uh, philosophy, this, uh, the culture, you know. Uh, but literally the word culture in, in the English dictionary, prior to the updated, you know, things do change but but what the word culture uh, originally stood for meant it comes from the word comes from the word to cultivate which is to till to plow and to plant and so literally we get our culture by what we've been planting and what we've been tilling 
and what we've been cultivating. That's where culture comes from. That, that's, why, that's why as America we ought to welcome any race that wants to come. We're not racist. If you, if you want to come to America the right way, you ought to be able to come the right way. But we ought not, and y'all are not going to like what I'm about to say, but not every culture, not every culture needs to be here because if it is, it's going to change American culture that hasn't made America successful and great. There are cultures where it is taught it is all right to run around naked. You don't want that to change your culture, but it has. There are cultures where it's all right and it's taught to eat people. You don't want that culture to change your nation. But I didn't go as far to say in America that has changed. There are cultures where it's all right for a grown man to marry a 10-year-old, but we don't need that kind of culture affecting our world. But it has. People ought to be allowed. Races ought to be allowed. People from other nationalities ought to be allowed. But the culture of America is, is what should stand. And if you don't want to adapt to American culture, then you need to change or not come to America. And that's not popular. And if somebody hears this online, they probably won't like it. But it's the truth of the hour that we're living in, what you are teaching those that are coming up, what you are planning in those that are coming up needs to be changed to fix the word or to fit the word of God or you are raising a culture that is contrary to the will of God and the word of God. And the word of God wants to change you. Wants to change your culture. Before you got saved, your culture... You didn't go to church. Before you got saved, your culture, if you did, you went on holidays or maybe on Sundays. Before you got saved, you talked a certain way. You did what you wanted to do, but God saved you and he wants to change your culture because your culture is what you're passing down to your children. And most of us live in houses spiritually that look like the one we were brought up in. God wants to change your culture. God wants to change your life. So I was talking to a preacher. I was running that by him last night. And uh, he said, well, that makes sense. He said, let me tell you an illustration. He said, when God saved me, he said, I was a Dale Earnhardt fan. And I like Dale Earnhardt too, you know, number three. Uh, NASCAR, I'm a southern boy. Uh, he said, but I was a, he said, I was a strange fan. He said, I was so weird about it. He said, uh, he said, I had all the t-shirts I had. I mean, I just kept up with everything Dale Earnhardt. If you wanted to talk about something, I'd talk about Dale Earnhardt. And if you didn't want to talk about Dale Earnhardt, I didn't know what to talk to you about. He said, I, I just love Dale Earnhardt. And, and, and he said, I knew all about him. I'd studied up on him. And he said, one day after God saved me, and this was in the nineties before the internet, so it was before Google. He said, so I was reading in the Sports Illustrated on an article that had interviewed Dale Earnhardt. And he said, while I was reading that, he said they quoted Dale Earnhardt. And Dale Earnhardt, in one of his speeches, he said he, he, he was, or in one of his uh, interviews, they quoted him, and he took the Lord's name in vain. Uh, as, in a curse word, he took the Lord's name in vain. And he said, man, 
He said, that was my hero. That was my idol. I thought there was no one greater. He's the epitome of Southern. He's the epitome of, uh, of what I wanted to be. He's the epitome of, of manliness and masculinity. And he said, and yet now I'm a Christian and I'm reading this article and he's taking the name of the Lord that I just put my faith in and, and asked him to save me. He's taking his name in vain as he's cursing in this interview. And he said, immediately the Holy Ghost smote my heart and said, there's some things that need to change in your life. He said, I threw out every Dale Earnhardt thing I had. Now, I know that offends some of y'all. He said, but if I was going to make an idol, I'd rather, I'd rather serve the Lord than serve a man who didn't even know how to use his name properly. He said, and it was little things like that that when God saved me that he began to change. I can go back to little things in my life that, that God worked on and God changed in my marriage, in my bringing up children, in my pastoring, in my personal walk. I'm trying to tell you, things need to change at home. Needs to change. Don't build the same house you grew up in just because it's what you know. But most of the time, that's what we do. God saved you to change you. Your culture, the culture of your home needs to change. It is a changing work, building a life. Look, when God sees you, he sees the blood. If you're saved, you're his. There ain't one thing in this world you can do to make God like you anymore or love you anymore. When God sees you, he sees the blood. But there's many things that you can do to make your life more pleasing and more enjoyable and more peaceful and more joyful and at the end of your road to be able to look back with less regrets and say, I'm glad I let God change who I was, how I responded, how I acted. It is easy to be me. It's just easy for me to be me. It might not be easy for you to be me, but it is easy for me to be me. It comes natural. It is easy for me to be me. I have no problem being me. But it is hard being who God wants me to be sometimes. Are you hearing me tonight? It is a changing work. Quickly, nearly done, it is a consistent work. It never ends. There's never a stage in your life, in your marriage, in raising children, in parenting, where, where any of this is going to ever end. You need God to fix you and work on you and change you every day. I, I'm not done with this probably. I'll probably come back and deal some more with this in detail. I just wanted to give you this. But preacher, it's hard. It's hard. Well, I, I just, man, it's, it's hard. I, I remember saying stuff. I'll tell you what I'm going to do when I have kids. I ain't going to do that. All right? And, and then when I got them, I still felt that way. But me telling them you're not going to do that uh, didn't mean a thing. You, you try telling a two-year-old that you're not going to do that. No, it's going to take more than telling. You're going to have to persuade that youngster that that's not a good idea. Huh? There's going to have to be some persuasion because they don't believe you. Well, that's work. And it don't change. 
and, and, and some of us have quit working. And some of us never started working. And it's time you get to work. So, some of you need to work on your marriage. Some of us need to work on our children. Some of us need to work on us. You need to let God change you. And it's not, it's not so, it's not so that you can say, well, now God is pleased with me. God is pleased with you because He's pleased with Christ. But it's so that you can be pleased with the life that you end up with. Two things I want you to remember, and I'm done. Doing the right thing takes work. Proverbs chapter number eleven. I want to, I want to give you this verse. Proverbs chapter number eleven. Proverbs 11, verse number 18. The wicked worketh a deceitful work, but to him that soweth righteousness shall be reward, shall be a sure reward. The right thing takes work. Here's the second thing I want you to remember. Doing the wrong thing takes work. Look in our text, Proverbs 11, verse number 18. The wicked worketh. There's the wicked, and there they are working. They're doing the wrong thing, and they're working. The wicked worketh a deceitful work. It's a lie, and they're going to find out at the end. This was a, a house of cards. This was a, a lie. I thought it was all right, and it wasn't. The wicked worketh a deceitful work. But to him that soweth, which is right, that's, and it's work. To him that soweth, there's work. Righteousness shall be a sure reward. Here's two people working. There's a man working in righteousness and a man working in wickedness. And the Bible describes both of them in the sense of work. It's work to do right. It's work to do wrong. The question is, is what do you want to spend your life working at? What do you want to end up with when you end up? You say, preacher, I don't know why you would preach this on a Sunday night to faithful people who come to church. Because you're not as good as you want to let on. Neither am I. Because sitting on the end of that pew is a woman who knows me in ways that you don't know me. And she knows that not every day is Sunday. And not every Sunday is a good day. And it's work. It's worth it. It's worth it. So I want to leave you with that tonight. In the framing stage of home building, if you're going to build a house, it's going to take some work. If you're going to build the right thing, it's going to take some work. And as some of you have been in this church for years, you know why? Because you're willing to work. If not, you'd have quit a long time ago. Don't quit working. Don't quit working. And there's some of you had not been around that long, and you're learning and you're finding out Man, this Christian life is wonderful, and I'm glad for the services that God comes by, and I just weep and cry and, and worship, and it's so high, but not every service is like that. I'm glad for the days that I open my Bible and I read the Word of God, and God just sits down in my living room with me, and He's just there, and I'm so glad. It makes me want to do it again, but not every time I read my Bible is it like that. There's some things that's going to cost you. You're going to have the right thing in this life. Lord, we love you tonight. I thank you. I'm, I'm done. I, I feel like, Lord, I've, I've at least said what needed to be said tonight. Whatever 
happens with it will be on us. But Lord, I pray that you'd take this truth. I pray, God, you'd help us with it. I pray, Lord, that you would, uh, that you would uh, uh, Lord, uh, manifest yourself in our hearts that we might, that we might uh, work at being better, at listening and obeying the will of God. Uh, I'm going to come back, Lord, if you'll let me, uh, in days to come and, and talk about this culture and how we've lost the culture, not just that made America great, that, but that made, uh, that made homes Christian. We, we, have, we have welcomed everything hell's got in the middle of trying to hold on to everything heaven's got. We live in a world where churches uh, have changed their culture to accommodate the world. And that is the accepted norm of church. But God, may it not be said at Crossroads Baptist Church that we've changed our culture, but may we have a culture that changes the people. May the culture of our church and our school change the homes instead of the homes changing the culture of the church and the school. May we build our beliefs on that of the word of God. And may we stand strong upon it. Lord, we love you tonight. We thank you in Christ's name.